With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There's way more good happening in the world every single day, but why aren't they telling you? Get the good stuff at JustinBarkley.com slash good news. Get the good news, stories, ideas, and updates that are sure to put a smile on your face. That's JustinBarkley.com slash good news. JustinBarkley.com slash good news. Center in downtown Grand Rapids. We're talking about what matters most to you in West Michigan. Join the conversation now at 616-774-2424. That's 616-774-2424. It's West Michigan Live with Justin Barkley on Wood Radio. Good morning, folks. Lots to do today. Boy, oh boy, are we jam-packed with a fired-up show. Big news in the Rona report. Fauci is out. The high priest of health himself. Gone. Well, coming up in December, we'll talk about why. We'll kind of break down some of the timing of that, why that matters, and of course, anything else you need to know about it. Uh, Big news last night coming as President Trump endorses Republican candidate for Governor Tudor Dixon's lieutenant governor pick. That announcement, plus he'll join us. Your questions with him and more. Shane Hernandez, former Michigan State Rep, here on the show. News, weather, and traffic. And the biggest stories of the day. We're talking about what matters most in West Michigan and beyond. This is the Big Three. Now today's Big Three. Hi, the stories that matter most. You'll be talking about these around the water cooler, the dinner table, no matter where you are. These are those stories all powered by our good friends at Heartland Home Mortgage. There's never been a better time to buy a refi. That's what the call was. That's what I said for the last year or so. And then finally, woof, it all hit. And, of course, interest rates, you know, to try and keep up with inflation, the Fed started raising them. And, of course, folks said, oh, my goodness. Thank goodness I got in and got that done in time. Many of us getting rates as low as the ones, twos. 
in a lot of cases, and my oh my, saving thousands. But here's the deal, and it's good news. There's still time. You still may be able to save some money. They still may be able to help you because they're helping folks every single day. Now, not everybody is the same. Obviously, everyone has their own specific custom situation. But that's why it's important to give Dave Galloway and the team a call at Heartland Home Mortgage. It's 616-974-9105, or you can go online to hhmlending.com. Number one. A D.C. judge has formally rejected the DOJ argument to keep the Trump affidavit sealed, calls the raid unprecedented. Trump himself filing for a master, some sort of uh, uh, judicial matter. There's going to be a judge who will oversee documents, see what was taken and what needs to be returned. Shouldn't have been a part, of course, of the, uh, the raid itself. Very interesting times. That's still developing. And then Trump making that big announcement last night, the endorsement here of the lieutenant governor pick here in Michigan for Tudor Dixon. His name's Shane Hernandez, former Michigan state rep. You'll meet him, hear a little bit more about him. Of course, be able to ask any question that you'd like to ask. If you'd like to, you can, of course, drop a little note into the uh, into the talkback button, the feature on the iHeartRadio app. It's that microphone right next to the play button. Hit that, sound off, rave, rant, ask questions at any time. Of course, powered by our good friends at MKD Funeral. Now the jury has the case. Deliberations are underway in the Whitmer Fednapping retrial. Of course, the last time this ended in a mistrial and two let off. Two retried today. May even hear of, of their fate as early as today. As defense says that the FBI was involved in an entrapment in this case. Surely lots of questions when you have double the agents and informants, folks on the FBI payroll that were involved in this and you do the actual individuals charged it it yes it brings a lot of questions especially after we see things like trump's home in mar-a-lago being raided for fbi documents a lot scratching their head on that one as well we may have that answer today in grand rapids alone there have been 493 reports of stolen or attempted stolen hyundai and kia vehicles since may 1st this is a phenomenon we've been telling you about. Some of these have ended kind of violently. Uh, uh, but others taken to the cover of darkness in the middle of the night. One man walked out to go to work the next day as an Uber driver found his car was gone. Later on, police found it down the road. And, of course, it had a back window busted out. And the thing was taken. The steering column was completely torn apart. There's a, there's a way that folks are able to steal these cars and it has to do with that steering column police in the meantime say do what you can to um discourage people from from uh, getting into those cars get a get one of those remember the what was that thing called it was it was a goes right over the steering wheel of the carts it's the club is that what it was yeah that's got to be it the club they say get one of those steering wheel locks and uh, of course that'll discourage them anyway from uh, getting into the cars but folks we see it it's it's a it's a big issue these are problems that we will continue to deal with uh, as we see uh, a, a lawless in a lot of ways administration not only here in michigan but also the lawlessness that's occurring at the uh, national level as well the biden administration but whitmer biden crime families you could literally call them that that's what we're dealing with. You have an attorney general who doesn't really want to prosecute uh, criminals. They don't want to prosecute when laws are broken. We had a judge yesterday or, or over the weekend that came out and said, no, prosecutors, not, not that, they, that, that he just, they can't. 
He says he doesn't want them to, but it's it's like he's put a hold on them prosecuting folks who are breaking law. Of course, in abortion cases, we have 1931 law on the books. He says, well, this should be decided at the uh, at the ballot box in November. Well, in the meantime, shouldn't the law be upheld? We have lawlessness all around us. And, folks, that's why it's no surprise when you see things like this happening. I, I know, like, you, me, and the rest of us average everyday folks just want, uh, you know, we just want law and order. We just want safe cities, safe towns. We want a safe country. We, we, we want our kids to grow up in a place where... You know, it's a, it's, we feel comfortable with, you know, th- them being able to go outside and play or, or taking them out in public in different places. But I got a question. Sometimes even coming downtown here in Grand Rapids, I have to wonder, do I want to bring the family down? Does it depends on what time of day it is and what day it is and all these different things that go into to factor. Of course, I come down here every day, but it's a little early. There's lots of the folks engaging in that activity. Still not up yet. <laughs> it's just uh... They're still not up yet. They're sleeping. Well, folks, Fauci is out. Speaking of criminals and folks you'd like to see behind bars. <laughs> uh, Fauci is out. A Rona report coming up. We'll dig into the latest on that and, of course, tell you what that could mean. When we get into all of that. But coming up next, last night, President Trump re- re- uh, released this announcement. He has endorsed... Tudor Dixon's pick for lieutenant governor. His name, Shane Hernandez. Former Michigan State rep. Quite the record. We'll go through it. You can ask questions. We'll get down to the bottom of the answers coming up in just a moment. We'll introduce you to him. Next on West Michigan Live. Back after this. Hey, you can sound off at any time in the program. Call in at 616-774-2424. That's the way to do it. They love to hear from you on the phone line. Also, folks are sounding off on the talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. Just hit that microphone next to the play button there from our good friends at MKD Funeral Homes. Hi, Justin. It never gets old hearing the star-spangled banner. Love it. Keep it up. This is Maria from East Grand Rapids. Have a great day. Maria, appreciate that. God bless. We we love doing that. I got to tell you, um, I think like, we don't have enough of that these days, you know? We're doing our, just our small part for that. Uh, lots to come in the program this morning. More on Fauci being out, of course. Uh, that's coming up in December, he says. We'll give you the reasons for that and what could happen next. Plus, Pat Colbeck will join us. He is uh, fresh back from the, uh, the the summit that took place in Missouri this weekend with Mike Lindell. Let's see if we can get an update on what happened with him coming up at 9.35 this morning. But first, big endorsement came last night. President Donald Trump endorsed Lieutenant Governor Pick of Tudor Dixon. His name is Shane Hernandez. He's a former Michigan state rep, and of course, he joins us now on the program. Good morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing great, Justin. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. You know, there's been a lot of question and, and, and conversation. Uh, some folks who may not live on your side of the state and your neck of the woods say, yeah, I'm not really sure who, who this guy is. But when they start to hear some of the details about who you are and your accomplishments and what you were able to do, uh, your time serving in Lansing, they, they really start to perk up. I want to just kind of go through some of those. 
Uh, first of all, uh, for folks who want to know who you are, you are from, I'm on the west side of the state. This program is heard uh, via the, the live stream all over the state, but but here on the radio, uh, maybe folks here in West Michigan may not be familiar, but uh, where are you from in, in that uh, that other side of the state, the Port Huron area? Uh, yeah, I'm about as far east as you can get. You go another half mile and you'd be in a different country. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, born and raised in the Thelma, Michigan, Croswell, and uh, been in Port Huron for about 17 years. So, tell us your story, because I know you're a father, you're an architect originally. Why did you get involved and decide you wanted to serve in the first place as a state rep? Yeah, I mean, I, I come from an interesting family background. I'm, uh, my father's family, uh, he's third generation here from Mexico. And, uh, you know, he worked as a, as a migrant worker as a child, um, picking vegetables in, in uh, Ohio and Michigan and going back to Texas. Um, and I grew up in a family that just believed we were Democrat because we fit into those silos that they create, mm-hmm. right? That my dad, we were low income, we were Hispanic, he was a union worker. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we just believed that. Uh, but as I became older uh, and realized, my Democrat dad taught me the core values of conservatism, yeah. and uh, and I was able to connect with that. And I got involved in the grassroots. I chaired Blue Water Tea Party. I chaired St. Clair County Republican Party, and eventually ended up running for state representative and uh, had the privilege of serving in that office. Um, as you said, I'm, I'm married to my wife, Renee. We've been married 17 years, have two uh, two beautiful daughters, uh, 10, 10 and 8 years old, and uh, we're just an average family over here on the east side of the state that, uh, that works hard and... Uh, and I, that's that's what this election is about: is uh, going out and representing the average people who have been hurt over the last four years. Yeah, and I know we can't. We we seem to, I think, sometimes forget because you know we want to push a lot of this, you know, uh, sort of sweeping underneath the rug. We want to get get over it, but you know, I look back; it was just a year ago that there were, you know, we were dealing with masks in school for the kids, and and still having learning loss issues and. Uh, problems when it comes to, to to what the kids were suffering, what they were going through, and and uh, and obviously schools shut down, businesses shut down. You could buy you know pot at the pot store, but you couldn't buy potted plants at the hardware store or at the big pot store. Uh, I mean, these were crazy scenarios that we were running through, all because of the uh, uh, governor at the time, Whitmer was was shutting us down, locking us down, and 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 people are still up in arms over this. can't forget you touched on a few of them but then i mean we got to remember the pictures of people sitting outside a window at a nursing home or not being able to get in a hospital room while their family member is passing away and it's sickening what was done um and and we still see businesses struggling today uh i've I've worked the last few months a uh at a construction company as a project manager Mm. and the owner of the company and I have to put our boots on sometimes because we still can't get workers uh, because what was what's been done over the last few years. Yeah. It it is absolutely insanity. Uh, how do we fix those problems? I know those are those are tough uh, tough problems to deal with. Uh, is it just getting out of the way in some cases? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's just getting out of the way in some places. Uh, I, I haven't seen an instance where government makes this better, and that's. Where we're really going to go around the state and, and meet average people, talk to these business owners that were affected, uh, and, and really get down to business and, and look at the regulations, uh, the taxes, even the occupational licensing, the little things that are that are stopping people from getting back into the job market uh, and, and getting to work. Uh, on the schools, there's there's so much more work, work to do at, on the school level, and like you you already mentioned, the learning loss. Uh, 
we got to have these kids in a classroom. Uh, we, we could talk about, as this COVID started, was it safe to have them in the classroom or not? Well, I can tell you one thing on the back end of this. It, it's not good to not have them in a classroom and, and sitting at home for a couple hours on a, on a computer trying to learn over Zoom. That doesn't work. Yeah, a lot of kids still dealing with those learning loss issues. Uh, former Representative Shane Hernandez here with us now. Some some questions because people are questioning the, uh, you know, want to know who you are. They want to know, you know, Shane, uh, are you going to be make a great lieutenant governor? You can imagine if somebody's part of the grassroots, uh, folks have been burned once or twice, and they want to make sure that you're the right man for the job. You know, and so. Uh, th- that's understandable. Uh, questions about uh, going back to your support of President Trump because he has supported you in this pick. Uh, but there has been some question about your support in the beginning. I find that interesting because I think folks could ask and question my support in the beginning. It, it turns out back in the primaries, uh, you supported another candidate. Well, so did I. His name was Ted Cruz. Uh, but eventually I got on that Trump train uh, as soon as Trump won the primary. And boy, I tell you what, I, I've never looked back. W- what about you in that case? Yeah, I mean, I was in the same position and I, you know, I got asked by a reporter. I'm, uh, I was the county chair for Ted Cruz. I'm not going to tell him uh, a lie. I mean, it's pretty obvious what I did in that, uh, in that primary election. Uh, I was a Ted Cruz supporter. Um, but if you were to read that article they're using uh, as a hit piece on me, the next sentence says, uh, but Donald Trump won the, the primary and I'm ready to get to work and get him elected. Yeah. Um, you know, my concern wasn't with what Donald Trump was saying he was going to do. Um, was looking back at history, I wasn't sure I believed what he was going to do, what he was saying. Uh, and, and Ted Cruz had a history. Now, in hindsight, Donald Trump proved me wrong. Mm. Um, he did everything he said he was going to do, and I think uh, his tenacity, he, he probably accomplished more in his presidency than Ted Cruz ever would have. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I supported Donald Trump in the general election in 2016, and I proudly supported him in, in the primary and general in 2020. Yeah, lots to be said also about the uh, the importance of Michigan in 2024 uh, for a lot of reasons, election integrity, one of them. But uh, I, I, we've got some scary things on the ballot. If if we don't uh, get rid of Whitmer, Nessel, Benson, and vote no on these some of these things that are on the ballot, particularly the, the two proposals that are really uh, raising some eyebrows with the, uh, obviously, the uh, parental consent in uh, in health care uh, and abortions. Um, uh, they could actually do abortions on kids without uh, per- parents even having uh, consent, sex changes, things like that. And then some of the election integrity issues as well. Uh, this, I mean, we could, we could, you won't recognize the state when I get done with it. How important is this election? Uh, this is a huge election. We say it all the time, right? We always say it's the most important election. But um, you look at what's been done to our state by uh, Jocelyn Benson, Dana Nessel, Gretchen Whitmer. Uh, those are incredibly important. Obviously, Tudor and I are, are prepared to take on Gretchen Whitmer and Garland Gilchrist. Uh, but then look at those ballot initiatives. These aren't just, um, you know. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tiptoeing into the, these issues on their side. This goes all the way for them. And, and they want to talk to 
like our side is extreme, uh, when are we going to start asking them where they stand on on that petition, uh, particularly the abortion petition? Because like you've already pointed out, uh, you know, you can have a 13 year old go with no parental consent and uh, they go to their dentist uh, and have an abortion the way that thing is written. Uh, so it, it is incredibly scary. It's time to start putting them on the record and go on the offensive on this, because uh, I, I think the general public thinks that their side is the side that's extreme on this uh, situation. Mm. Uh, lots to talk about here. I know we don't have a lot of time, but he has been endorsed by President Trump. Tudor Dixon's pick for Lieutenant Governor Shane Hernandez. And Shane, she'll be actually... Uh, at the Kent County GOP, it looks like, for a uh, meet-and-greet on Thursday. If folks want to come out and say hi and ask questions and see uh, Tudor and, of course, have those conversations that I know is so important to a lot of folks right now. If you want to stop by, you'll be able to see her at the uh, Kent County GOP. We'll get more details on that as it comes out. But thanks for taking the time. I know we don't have a lot of time with you today, but at least taking the time to say hi and we get a chance to meet you and say we'll look forward to hearing from you uh, more in the future, Shane. Absolutely. Thank you. And I mean, we'll be traveling around the state and uh, and working tirelessly. So we hope to meet as many people as possible throughout this process. You got it. Uh, Shane Hernandez, former Michigan State rep. Appreciate you being here with us this morning. God bless. Thank you. There you go. Uh, lots to discuss. She, she, I got to tell you, I am uh, when I look through the list and I'll go through some of this on the behind the scenes live scene. I know he can't stick around too long, but I want to talk about some of these things. Just kind of blew my mind. When I dug in and did a little investigating, a little research on the guy, um, I think you're going to like what you hear. More to come. Speaking of liking what you hear and more to come, Patrick Colbeck, former Michigan State Senator, on the horn with us as he discusses this weekend's events and Mike Lindell's big summit. Don't miss this. It's coming up next. The danger zone. That that seems to be uh, apropos of our next conversation. <laughs> We're getting right into it. Hey, this segment powered by our good friends at ProTech Heating and Cooling. We've been talking about those whole home generators. You're looking at staying connected no matter what happens. We got power outages or you know issues with the weather or maybe problems with the grid. Stay connected. That's right. That's what you got to do. Stay connected. You can do that. Give them a call about it. And I hate to even think about it, but you know, the weather is cooling off. And eventually, you're going to want to get your your uh, your furnace checked out. <laughs> so, so please don't curse me for saying that. But you'll want to give those guys a call. Visit ProTechGR.com or call 616-453-5000. The folks I trust, ProTech Eating and Cooling, Patriots, and of course, uh, folks who support this program. Pat Colbeck joins us right now. Pat, you were in the midst of it uh, this week, and I caught parts of it. And I got to tell you, the other thing is, a lot of folks have been talking about the Truth Summit Mike Lindell held over the weekend. Fascinating. Lots of different uh, points of view uh, as well brought up and discussed. And really, I think a, a crash course for anyone who wants to really figure out, okay, what is happening here with our elections? So welcome in. We appreciate you being here with us, Pat. Oh, it's great to be with you, and I had a, spent all day traveling back um, to Michigan after a pretty much a whirlwind weekend here. I mean, it was nonstop getting prepared, getting everything structured, getting everything mm -hmm. ready 
for the event, and I, I hope people got a lot of valuable information out of the summit. You were instrumental in making this happen. Uh, let me just ask you, from the behind-the-scenes standpoint, you just mentioned that, but what, yeah. what, you know, what goes into putting this 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 thing together, putting it on? <laughs> Pretty much every ounce of life that you may have. Yeah. I mean, it was literally nonstop until one o'clock in the morning. Uh, you know, and I still remember on Friday night, um, I was integrating the last of the state slides, and I forgot to. Uh, uh, you know, the the shape, the slides were distinguished by the shape of the state. And so Wyoming and Colorado look almost identical at one o'clock in the morning, just so you know. And I mm. mistakenly flipped the slides in the deck in the presentation. So what goes into it is a lot of sweat and a lot of uh, but um, a lot of uh, effort. But uh, I'll tell you, um, the overwhelming output coming out from the uh uh, event, I think, was pretty powerful. In particular, just focusing on the states just for a second, what were we told at, uh, in the wake of the November 3rd, 2020 election? We were told that there was no evidence of widespread voter right, fraud. Right, right, and, right. And, and here we're at this summit, and we had evidence, tangible evidence, mm -hmm. um, across all 50 states. Now, I, I don't know if that qualifies as widespread in your book, but it certainly <laughs> qualifies as widespread in mine. That's red state, blue state, and purple states yeah. all had examples of fraud you know it's interesting to me because i've i've heard this you know since day one but it, for me it's pretty simple we, we know that a judge here in michigan has ruled that uh our secretary of state jocelyn benson broke the law when yeah. she was able to send these absentee ballots out and then tell people that uh, when they came back that the clerks will you don't have to inspect the signatures you don't have to scrutinize those just let them fly let anything go well we know that for a fact so if they were as fast and loose there if they played that loose there, what about in some of the other areas? And I think that tells us you don't just write this stuff off. You ought to, when people bring concerns, you ought to really take a look at it. In fact, one of the things that I was uh, encouraged by, we just talked to a former Michigan State rep, Shane Hernandez, but he was one of the folks who was for taking a look at, at the audit here in Michigan and, and wanted some answers on that. Well, you know, why wouldn't you let us take a look underneath the hood? If there's nothing to see, why wouldn't you let us take a look, right? I, I, I mean, I, I don't. That argument, I just never understood, Pat. Well, the basic theme is, if you want us to have trust in the integrity of the elections, you need more transparency. And what they're doing right now, um, from simple things like blocking FOIA requests. I mean, there's mm. pretty good evidence now that they're obstructing all Freedom of Information Act requests. I'm asking for list of voters who voted in the. 2020 election. I still haven't received that, although I've sent in two checks. Um, we've mm. got lots of data around cast vote records that many county clerks are actually denying across the state. Why is that important? Um, because these cast vote records will determine whether or not the machines are an issue or not. And I'll just give you one quick example of something that I talked about at the summit, and is that uh, in my own township of Canton, um, there are 113 straight ticket Republican votes, but guess who the their presidential vote went to mm. Joe Biden. Mm. That's an indication that something's wrong with the programming of the machine. And uh, that needs to be addressed. Um, mm. And by the way, the same thing happened in Chesterfield Township up Macomb. I haven't done a more exhaustive study yet, but now people, one of the calls to action coming out of the moment of truth summit was to ask for the cast vote records for all the communities all across the state of Michigan. Mm -hmm. So if you're listening to this right now, just put in a FOIA request to your local clerk and ask him for the cast vote records for the 2020 election. Now, on September 3rd, 
2020, all this stuff goes bye-bye because the federal protections go bye-bye. So I, I, I've actually heard that's uh, straight from uh, from Kent County here that that's causing it's causing a bit of an issue for uh, for the clerk's office here as they're trying to get this worked out. But it, it shouldn't be too well, hard. Put it up on the website. Just, you, you, you know, that's easy enough. Just put it up on the website so everybody can download it. Done. You mentioned that last night when I spoke with you. I said, hey, you do it once. It's done, and then uh, never, no matter how many folks who ask for it, it's it's there. And as you said, even better, now put it up on the website. So what are what are some of the things? Uh, somebody mentions in the chat here lots of bombshells from this weekend. Was there anything oh, yeah. that? Yeah. yeah what well, if you could just put up maybe in a thumbnail? What was it that stood out to you the most? Were there one or two, or what was it? Well, talk first of all about the fact that the evidence was widespread, right? All 50 states. Then what Mike did was put on a trial of the machines, talking about all the security vulnerabilities and highlighting what those vulnerabilities are. Then he brought up Clinton Curtis, who many of you guys may recall from his 2006 testimony, I think it was, before Congress. Clinton's a Democrat, and he's been lobbying to get rid of the machines for years. And Mm -hmm. so what we're doing now is teaming up with Clinton to make the case across the, the country to say, guys, these machines, there's too many vulnerabilities. Our election officials don't know what they don't know. And if they do know a lot about what these machines are capable of, odds are they're complicit with some stuff that probably shouldn't be done. Mm. Um, so that is a big deal. It highlighted that it's Republicans and Democrats that are unified in getting rid of the machines. And then the other thing is, you may recall from the cyber symposium, there's a big call for the PCAPs, and there's a lot of mystery on why didn't uh, the PCAPs get revealed in their entirety during the cyber symposium? Well, uh, Kurt Olson laid out the legal case for why that that didn't happen. And anybody who wants to dig into that, I'm going to be putting out a post on that in a little bit. Um, it, it's pretty compelling. And it talks about national uh, or state secrets and specific and gives examples of specific lawsuits that are pertinent to this case that explain exactly what happened with the PCAPs and why we still need to press and why Mike has intervened to release the information around these um, that back to the old uh, software that uh, nobody wants to talk about, but Hammer and Scorecard, they are instrumental in stealing this election. And then last but not least, there is a big call to action by Mike, and it featured uh, sheriffs from all over the country, including our own Berry County Sheriff, uh, Sheriff Darleaf. And that call to action says, give them the information they need to go off and commence investigations into the fraud. And part of that is the cast vote record. That's why everybody's asking for that. Um, and uh, the other one is escaping me right now, even though I'm the one who put together the slide and the call to action on it. Um, let's just say it's been a long time. Uh, I'll, I'll think of it before we're over. You know, folks are looking at this, and, and I've got to say, if, by the way, if they want to watch this, they can go back and watch it again, Pat. Is that right? I mean, it's up. At, yeah, it's up there. I got to I gotta put in a call to them to say, guys, we need a little bit more structure on how this is being presented out so that everybody can find the presentation that they're looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll, I'll be working on that. But uh, So please be patient. By the end of this week, not only are we going to have the presentations, but I think uh, I think Mike made the commitment to get all the, all the uh, slides, so all the presentations that are out there, so people can go off and look at them as well. Pat Colbeck, the book, by the way, is called The 2020 Coup. I got mine. Actually, you know, I bought mine from the, from the Mike Lindell store. Oh, excellent. <laughs> so next ah. next time you see, I see you, I'm going to have to get it signed. Uh, Pat, you're making the rounds. Well, I, I know that tonight in um, in Holland at Lighthouse Baptist, they are showing the the film 2,000 Mules for free again tonight. 
part of the Ottawa oh, County good. Patriots. So if you haven't seen it, you need to go see it now. Uh, they're not going to show it next month, so you need to get out and get to, get to see it uh, tonight for free. Doors open at 6 o'clock. But where are you going to be if folks can come out and see you at different places, Pat? Well, actually, I'm going to be out in Grand Rapids area on September 14th at a Crossfire Church. Uh, actually, Patrick Burns is going to be joining me for that discussion. Um, part of what we're going to be sharing is information around these ballot proposals that are coming up because it doesn't seem like anybody's taken the lead on fighting back on those. Well, I've kind of uh, taken it upon myself to make sure that we can rally troops with the truth around those ballot proposals. So September 14th, come out and join us. And uh, also, we want to push get out the vote. Folks, that, uh, the only way to go off and address this um, issue with the voting machines right now is to overwhelm the system, just like they did in Arizona, just like they did in Virginia. So we got to get out the vote. Um, another key thing I want everybody to be aware of, it looks, I'm, it looks like I might be able to get General Flynn to join us at the Capitol um, steps on November 13th. Uh, not November 13th. Did I say November? It's September 13th, September 14th. And also there's another event on September 12th out on the east side of the state out at um, uh, Grace uh, Christian Church out in Sterling Heights. So there's uh, quite a few uh, big events coming up there. And uh, if you can join us, particularly on September 13th, we want to make that a big event. I know everybody gets concerned about agent provocateurs. Trust me, we'll be prepared. Um, and uh, what they're trying to do is suppress us attending these uh, meetings to get the information out. This is how we can communicate what's really going on, folks. You're not going to hear it through the media channels. Um, you have to go one-on-one. -on -one. You have to attend these rallies in order to get that information out. I promise you, if you join us, you'll get what you need to know so you can be the informed citizen to share that info with your neighbors. Pat Colbeck, uh, another way folks can actually uh, stay in touch is by following. I know you got a Telegram. you got a Twitter channel. Um, yeah. Those are great ways to do it. And what, social, yeah, Frank, Frank Social. Let'sFixStuff.com. One last thing. We know, that, and Curtis mentioned in the chat, and it's a great reminder, but uh, Ryan Kelly stepped up fighting uh, both these proposals that are on the ballot coming up in November. One of those, the election uh, issues. And boy, I tell you, if that passes, just just quickly tell us, what, what does that do to the state of Michigan? Uh, well, I mean, the remaining protections we have in our election system are gone. If that passes. Um, and I'm going to put together, yeah, you, you can't. This is, this is not promote the vote. This is steal the vote. It's the way it should be called. Um, and, of course, the... Uh, the uh, pro-abortion amendment they want to put in our Constitution is a disaster as well. It's designed specifically to nullify Michigan's election law. So yeah, both of those, um, we got two no votes coming up here. That should be a very easy no vote, but we got to get out and vote. We Sometimes we focus so much on getting out to vote for the candidates and the governor candidates, and we need to vote for Tudor Dixon for governor. Um, but uh, these ballot proposals are even more reason to get out there and vote. Yeah, uh, well said. Pat Kolbeck, former Michigan State Senator, author of 2020 Coup, that book on his website, letsfixstuff.com. Pat, thank you for taking the time to be here with us today. Appreciate you. Oh, great to be with you, Justin. Not going to lie. You got it. Make it a great day. Appreciate you. God bless. Folks, we continue our conversation with you. Coming up in moments, you can join us at Jam Packed After Show. You know, Fauci's out, at least that's what they say, coming up in December. We'll get to that and more. In our Rona report on the way, it's West Michigan Live. A jam-packed after show. We're streaming live behind the scenes at Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Rumble, Getter, all those different places, at Mr. Justin Barkley. 
Tech Tuesday segment coming up in just a moment. But first, uh, let me jump on the phones because I know we had uh, at least one or two. Mike is on the line. Mike, good morning. How are you? What did you want to say this morning? Yeah, Justin. I I know if you're going to talk about Fauci, but I just want to give you a quick run on him. People need to know this, that not so much the mandates from him, but the fact how he funded gain of function is the big reason why we're where we're at. He allowed Wuhan to release that terrible virus. The Dems took and ran with it, stole, cheated, and stole an election. Big reason why we're where we're at. People need to know that. And furthermore, that's the high priest of health. Yeah, the hypochondriacs need to know that this can whip up more deadly yet. <laughs> well, you're so right. He's going to run right. off in the distance, all untouched. Is hard to believe. You're 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 uh, you're right on the money, Mike. A good, a good point. Thank you so much. Very, that's very true. One of those one of those points he's made is about that uh, the gain of function, the timing of all of this, and. Some of the real issues we've seen, we're going to get into it in the after show, and I'm going to walk through it step by step. But yes, Mike makes a great point. That's one of the big reasons he ought to be held accountable is that gain-of-function research. The research that was supposedly illegal. We weren't supposed to be doing it, and somehow they had done it behind the scenes, and we're supposed to believe like somebody eating a bat sandwich somewhere was uh, was <laughs> was responsible for all of the chaos that we've seen over the last couple of years. No, I don't think so. Hack into the latest in tech and how it affects you and your world. This is Tech Talk Tuesday on Wood Radio's West Michigan Live. Kind of abbreviated uh, situation today because of the uh, the chaos running rampant in the world. It's like drinking from a fire hose, never a dull moment, but uh, doing our best to get through it. Probably the most important thing, our good friend Trent Kennebby, Affordable Eye Store, joins us right now. Lake Michigan Drive and Stand Hill, of course, the folks at Grand River Tech as well. Uh, walk us through this. We got a big, urgent announcement over the weekend. Uh, I think it was Friday. Apple says, major problem, major security flaw, update immediately. Trent, what was the issue with that particularly, and what were they trying to fix? And if you have an Apple uh, a device at all, an iPhone, an iPad, any iThing, you're going to want to hear this. Welcome in. Yes. Morning, Justin. Yeah, a, a, a white hat, so a, a quote-unquote good guy hacking group found a security vulnerability in Apple's operating system. And this is something that's unique because it affects all devices. So whether it's an iPad, an iMac, a laptop, I mean, any Apple device uh, is affected by this uh, security vulnerability. And this is a vulnerability, so they're not really saying if this was used um, or, or by who or by what. They're not even saying it was, um, you know, anything of... Uh, widespread data was was lost. So we'll see in the coming weeks on on what the actual effect of it is, but uh, you need to update your devices if you haven't already, uh, all devices. So if you have any Apple device of any kind, get it updated. And if you can't update it for some reason, obviously bring it to us and, and we can help you. We're here to help. So they could go into this, they, through this vulnerability, they could go in through the back door, which Apple said there never was, but apparently there was a back door. They could go in they could get access and uh, administration rights and all that in your system. What could they do with that? 
Yeah, Justin, it was a pretty deep vulnerability, meaning that in, in theory, with, with a certain code, uh, they could get into the back of devices and pretty much change just about any setting. Um, they could install program software. So it basically gives admin access to a device. And if you have admin access, anything's possible. And, mm-hmm. and again, uh, Apple is not saying that there's a, a widespread usage of that hack. Um, but that's something that they obviously will try to hide to protect their image and reputation. So over the coming weeks, uh, we will see subsequent articles coming out uh, saying, yes, this was exploited and by who and by what and what we need to do to protect ourselves further. Um, but right now, Apple came out with this, the patch, the fix for this vulnerability. Uh, and that's something that we all need to do immediately if we haven't already. Yeah, I, I uh, look. I, unfortunately, we're out of time today. But if you want to hang on the the the, uh, the line here, I, I don't know how much you have, but hang on, Trent. We'll come up and after the after show, when we kick off the after here show, and folks can listen to behind the scenes live stream. We'll we'll go through a couple of quick other tech topics. But that's the important one. You got an Apple device, you need to update. You need to update now. I just think it's funny because we're told that uh, you know these voting systems, all the electronics, everything that they use, you can't get into them. They're, you know, they're rock star. Well, you get into Apple, into the iPhone, and they're finding these things. I don't know. I think it's just like anything else. If somebody wants in, they'll figure out a way. we got to make sure we do our best to keep everything locked down. Uh, Trent, thank you so much. Of course, Affordable Eye Store, Grand River Tech, all of your solutions, personal. And, of course, if you have a business, he can help you with those as well. Make sure you keep things connected and locked down. Trent, thank you, my friend. Hey, thanks, Justin. Absolutely. God bless. Folks, a uh, a big day. Yes, a big day. Lots to discuss. We'll get into Fauci and more coming up. It is the show after the show. That's why we call it the after show. And you'll get it all coming up here in just moments if you listen to us, the behind-the-scenes live stream, or the podcast, wherever you get your podcast, the iHeartRadio app. And more. Back tomorrow morning at 9.06. God willing, make it a great day. God bless. That's it for today. Join me online at justinbarclay.com or on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and now TikTok at Mr. Justin Barclay. Leave a comment, give us a rating, and follow us on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This episode of West Michigan Live with Justin Barclay was produced and engineered by Joe Balecki. I'm Justin Barclay, and this is West Michigan Live. Make it a great day. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.